Hi, this is Jonathan, and I play the human wizard, Jonathan the Magimuscular. Hi, I'm Jack. I play Trevancore, a half-elf Beastmaster Ranger. Hi, this is John. I play your half-orc barbarian, Carlton Tanks. Hi, this is Julia. I play the rock gnome cleric, Bernice Q. Burns. And I am Lauren, a.k.a. Obocrazy, your humble DM, and welcome to Dungeon Drunks. This episode is sponsored by Polymorph Crafts. Visit polymorphcrafts.com to learn about their high-quality, compact, and affordable tabletop accessories. Distinguished adventurers last time on Dungeon Drunks. As our heroes continue to protect the Grove of Ecthiarn, they are only afforded a short rest before Travancore hears voices in the woods and more monsters come out of the Grove. Two horrible, distraught creatures do massive damage, while Jonathan is confronted by the same red liquid creature, now in the form of their ally Carlton. The monsters are killed, but the red liquid creature once again seems to escape, leaving a final warning of run. And that is where we begin tonight. Welcome to Dungeon Drunks. I'm your DM, Lauren, also known as Oboe Crazy. And tonight, I have an entry into the Cider Wars. It's Ooh. not a first time drinking because we bought uh, a six-pack of this. My wonderful husband, Luke, actually wanted to give this a try. It is Incline Cider Company. The Scout Hopped Marionberry Cider comes in this Ooh. lovely can. I, I have taken pictures for our Instagram. I will send them to you a little later. Uh, it's got a whole big thing on the back. It is quite good, which is surprising. So they, they talk about it being apple and marionberry and hops and equals delicious. And usually hops doesn't equal. I, I'm with Jules. I don't usually like hoppy things. But the marionberry and the apple and the, the hardness of the cider, it's it's rather refreshing. And I like it very much. And since I referenced Jules and our mutual love of not hoppy things, Bernie, what are you drinking? I'm drinking something that has probably my threshold of hops, which is the Bose Lug Tread. I really like it. We have a bunch in our fridge right now. And I started drinking when we started doing drinks with the DM, so I'm almost <laughs> done with it. <laughs> That's all right. It must be good then. Uh, Travancore, what are you drinking? Good people of Faerun. Travancore's choice this evening is Yingling Golden Pilsner. This is what Budweiser wishes it could be, and maybe will be one day when it grows up. <laughs> this is brewed right oh, here. Wow. In pa- He's throwing some shade on Bud. I, I, I am not proud to be your Bud. I am 100% behind buddy, you. Yeah. This is brewed uh, right here in Pennsylvania, Pottsville, not too terribly far from where I am, but it's a bit of a hike. And it has an eagle on it, which is appropriate because today is the first day of the NFL season and the Eagles are playing the Falcons as we speak. And it's also the oldest brewery in America. That's true. That's true. Oh, I did not know that. Well, Carlton, is, you seem to have factoids of joy. What are you drinking? Can I Can I not drink? Because like, I have this bacon flavor soda and I opened it up and it smelled like feet. Do you have a backup for when you taste it and it smells like and it tastes like feet? Oh, here we go. Here, here we go. Oh, this no. is some more of the, the collection of sodas. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that's bad. Oh, yeah. no. No, there oh, we go. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck you, Chaser- Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> is that the last one of the set, or is there one more? Pumpkin pie is left. I saved the one that sounds the best as the best. Yeah, yeah, that one be good. All right, well, listeners, if you have suggestions for good sodas that Carlton can be drinking, he's almost done with the, the crazy ones, including bacon. And once again, I'm, I'm going to say I'm with you, bud, as the, the, the Jew in the group. No, no. No, I usually like bacon. 
Bacon in liquid form sounds horrible. It is. It is very much so horrible. <laughs> you know what's not horrible? Jonathan, what are you drinking? Hey, it's Jonathan, and I play Jonathan the Med Muscular, and tonight I have an OG entry into the Cider Wars. It is once again an Ace Perry Cider. It is hey. quite good. It is my favorite cider. And tonight, shot a fireball to be consumed at the first casting of fireball or the equivalent spell thereof. I only have two fifth level spells left. Uh, I was looking and, and redoing my character, and now I'm scared. It is going to a uh, friend of the show and and uh, graceful, generous patron, Colin Kalin. Uh, I saw his pictures at PAX. Uh, I didn't get to go, but maybe we'll get to see him at some other event. Colin, this shot of Fireball in a Toronto Maple Leafs shot glass that I got Ooh. at the Hockey Hall of Fame is for you. I actually sold him uh, a dice bag at when I was working PAX. Nice. Oh, awesome. <laughs> like, he walked up. I'm like, wait a second. I know you. I missed him completely, and I feel horrible because I saw him posting. I was like, <gasps> and then I have to go run off to do other things. And so, Colin, I, I will officially say, officially, in front of everybody on the internet, next time we're in the same city, I'm going to see you, and we're going to hang out. Because he is he is a friend of ours from way back. You know who's not a friend of yours? Uh, whatever the creature was that just drained Jonathan. And were you saying we were just coming off of a short rest, or we had a short rest, then the fight happened? You had a short rest, and then the second fight happened, and where we're going to pick up is moments after the fight has ended. You have killed the two crazy creatures that seem to be full of despair. Jonathan had held this other creature that looked like Carlton and ended up not being and it dissolved into a red goo and is now gone. Carlton is still suffering his negative D6, and Jonathan is now at a negative D4 as you seem to have a creature stalking you and slowly draining you of your abilities. Uh, but in this moment, the fight has just now ended maybe 10 seconds ago. What would you like to do? Long rest. Uh, what the fuck is going on? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Carlton was just over here and then he melted, but he's over no, there. I'm over here. I'm over here. Yeah, no, I see no. you. No, right, no, but I'm over here. But he was also over here. He It told me to run, and then he melted into that same red goo that we keep seeing. They want us to leave the grove. Don't run. No, I'm not going to run. I'm just really, really hurt. I'm not as hurt as I could be, though. Jonathan the Magimuscular, like, kind of limps over, and Buck sort of, like, like lands on his shoulder and looks at him, con like, you you see, if you, if you look at Bucks, you see, like, concerned owl eyes. And Jonathan, like, senses this. He's like, Ugh. I'm okay, thanks to Bernie, a bit. Ow. Ugh. But yeah, I'm also in favor of a long rest ASAP because I'm I'm almost tapped out. You will remember that these fights and these creatures did actually come at you while you were trying to do a long rest. So you'd gotten about four hours into a long rest, and then the first attack happened with the the fake Eladrin, and then you took a short rest, which was about an hour, and then this other fight happened. So you, you, I don't know if that makes any difference, but you were trying to get a long rest in before all this started. I think we try to go back to sleep. Whose watch is it? Uh, I, 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 I feel, I'm feeling the fuel inside. I'll take the first one. Kyle? Well, wasn't a watch, like, interrupted? Wasn't I think it was. I want to say it was my mems. I was or no. 
I thought it was mine. You had made it through four hours, and while the first watch got interrupted, it wasn't long enough to interrupt the full uh, sleep. Since you've taken a short rest, and now there was another fight, you uh, would have to start trying to go to sleep all over again. You would need a full eight hours. Yes. Because there's been enough that's happened. And that's assuming this thing doesn't send something else after us in that time. It's trying to bleed us dry very slowly. Carlton, you need to sleep. You've got... Yeah, but I also have the most... I, I'm good. I'm good for the first first couple hours. I need my uppercasers to get 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 some rest. Dandy Beyond question: Where does it list hit dice under short rest? Because I used I, a lot. I, I just got hurt. Like this was the first time that JMM got injured. So I'm showing full hit dice. So if we can try to short rest before we long rest, then I can probably get back up to to full. Can we just count the first part of a long rest as a short rest? Isn't that ba- I mean, that's so weird. We have to take a nap before we go to sleep. It, it It's a weird thing. Here's here's what I'll say about that. It's mechanically, yes, because what you can do during a short rest versus what you're, ha- what you're doing during a long rest is a little different because when you start a short rest, you got to go through the whole eight hours in order for you to get the benefits at the end. But it, the short rest is only an hour. You would still need like nine hours to get the benefit of both. I'll say this, while that sounds like uh, you're you're being nitpicky about the rules, um, during a short rest, you're kind of allowed to do a little bit more. I'll, I'll let you, you know, as long as you're not doing like active tracking, I'll let you look around. You're all going to be awake. You're all going to be much more alert while a long rest, most of you need to start sleeping for. So like that's kind of the difference there. So you could do essentially nine hours, try to do nine hours in a row, do a short rest, roll some hit dice, do some short rest things, and then try to sleep. And it would give you different benefits, but it would be a longer period of time. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, Jonathan the Magimuscular votes for a short rest so he can get up to full health. Short, yes. We're short yeah. resting. We, yeah. That's clear. If Lauren's Well, short rest and then try to long rest? Yes. Short and then long. And and honestly, like, every hour brings us one hour closer back to the yarn coming back. So it just makes sense to try and use up the most time yeah. you can. Ding. Let's run out the clock, guys. Because I also get back... Uh... My action surge and my second wind. I don't think either of us took any damage in the last fight. Before you roll, because you do got to get to the end of a short rest, I would like to know a few things, because you have just finished this fight. So as you are gathering, as you are preparing to short rest, where would you like to be and what would you like to be doing? Because that might be important. I think we should be, be in important. a circle around the tree. For I'm going to climb the tree. Yeah. No, no, Carlton. Get, get, a, get, a, high, get a high view. Jonathan the Magimuscular is going to be at the south uh, east corner of the tree, opposite the no zone, which he remembers is still a thing. No, no. There's a reminder of the no zone. <laughs> where for for our audio up. listeners at home, the no zone is where Bernie has placed a glyph that will explode when someone gets near it, anyone. So, okay. Which I then decided to write no zone in the roll 20 to remind some people don't go to that area. Some yeah. people with the intelligence of. Uh, 20, who needed that reminder. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Carlton's going to attempt to climb the tree. Travancore, I hear you wanted to attempt to climb the tree as well. No, you did not hear that. Okay. <laughs> no. I have a bear. Bears can't climb tree. Carlton, this is a sacred tree. I'm, I don't, I, but I don't But I can protect I it better to... when I can see it coming from further away. I don't know that I need to make a religion right. check to know that it's a sacred tree. Bernie, you don't need to make a religion check. You, you don't think it's a, like a... 
You don't think it's the kind of sacred that's like the no touching zone? You're not exactly sure. If you want to try a religion check, I'll let you. But like you've seen birds in the tree. You've seen squirrels. And it's it's not like a holy nimbus tree. You've seen Carlton's in the tree. No, we haven't. Well, Carlton, I'm going to need you to roll an athletics check to try to climb the tree. So as Bernie regards this tree to, to find out whether she's about to... Now, the D6 negative, was that only saving throws and attacks or also ability checks? It is ability checks and attacks. Okay, so not saving throws. Okay, cool. I'll All right, triple so check we're going to start with the uh, athletics to climb it. Uh, subtract the number rolled from any ability check or attack roll, so it's okay. not saving throws. Uh, cool. and yes, I would like a, a athletics check. All right, so that's going to be a 12 before the negative 6. Oh, dear. And then we're going to take off a 6. Which was a three. So I'm going to get a total of nine. Which nine. is just what my modifier is. Because I rolled a three on the die. And I have a modifier of plus nine. So I literally climbed just my modifier. So it's this big giant weeping willow with these very long, thin-ish branches that cascade down to the ground. You jump up and kind of grab one of the larger ones to climb into this tree. And it bends a bunch and you kind of find yourself almost touching the ground and then you hear bernie behind you as you're making this this leap go carlton no carlton no and it makes you lose your grip and you jump back down and you you don't like fall or anything but you're just it's like something between the less the elasticity of this branch and the doubt that bernie seeds in your head make you uh get out of the tree yeah this uh this uh the tree's tree's not stable enough for a guy like me uh bernie you should go up in there you're small. Uh, Kurt, Bernie's religion check was a nine, so we're not sure if she feels confident going up in this tree. Ah, uh, you've seen birds and squirrels. That's, but you don't know enough about Ekthiarn as a as a god. So, all right. Yeah, well, Bernie him thinks about that. Travancore, what did you and Shadow want to do? I think since we know what the outcome of the tree thing are, um, Travancore and Shadow are going to head to the south uh, west corner of the tree along with uh, with JMM, and we're going to patrol um, what I'm going to be calling the new, the, Rom- the Federation Romulan Neutral Zone, because that's a much better <laughs> name than the No Zone. Okay, hold okay. on, hold on now. You do not get to impose your Star Trek nerdiness on my No Zone. <laughs> I think he's technically imposing it on the space between the No Zone and the tree. <laughs> okay, well, if anything, the No Zone is the demilitarized zone, and we're making a historical slash modern reference. Or that that can also be a Star Trek reference, though, because the DMZ is what they call the Federation Cardassian border. So if you want to call it the DMZ, I can do that. I think this is synergy. <laughs> Bucks is actually going to land in the willow tree. He's going to land and uh, kind of, kind of get comfy, and then uh, he's going to look down at JMM to see if he falls asleep. Okay. Bucks lands, and obviously, tiny little pygmy owl, no problem landing in this tree, finding a, a branch. It is a weeping willow, and he quickly realizes that even if Carlton had been successful in climbing this tree, there is a fatal flaw to this plan, which is the leaves completely canopy the outside of this tree, and all Bucks can see is what's directly below him, like at the base of this tree. So he can see you, Jonathan, but, and you do, he does relay that to you uh, before. He decides whether he wants to go to sleep or not. Is hey, tree, not a good place to scout from. Well, buddy, why don't you go ahead and go to the very west corner or the very west end? East end. East end. Okay. So, Bernie, how about you? What have you decided uh, on? I've decided to make this a in-character thing 
Bernie got a seven on her athletics check, which means she doesn't want to go up in this tree anyway. She thinks it's rude. Uh, whether or not Ekthiarn would think it's rude, she thinks it's rude to go in his tree without asking. So she goes, eh, eh, and she like jumps. And she's like, oh, oh, like, oh, too bad. I guess I can't get in the tree. And then she kind of. I'll help you. No. <laughs> Remember what we talked about, about touching people if they don't want you to touch them. And uh, she's just going to go, oh, darn. And she's just going to very clearly walk and plop down. Uh, where is everybody? Where can she give a set of eyes? Kind of maybe. I'm kind of ca- camped out on the uh, north uh, east corner. Jonathan, southeast. She's going to northwest it. Northwest corner of the DM DMZ. Yay, DMZ buddies. All right. But not Star Trek. <laughs> Listen, it can mean multiple things. Yes, as you it all is. camp down around this tree, as Bucks goes and flies off to to the east to sit in a tree that is not completely going to obscure his vision, as you start to relax a little bit and bind your wounds, uh, I'd love, love everyone to make perception checks. I hope I start doing better on rolls. I'm not. Oh, wait. Hold on. That's bad. How bad can it get? It can get pretty bad. Oh, it got it got way worse. It got so much. Well, it's just Travancore's rolling. It's something. I rolled lower than my modifier for perception. After you take off the D6. Well, okay, so let's let's get some numbers. Jonathan, what about you and Bucks? Jonathan the Magic Muscular got a six. Bucks gets a nineteen. Alright, and Carlton? So with my plus six modifier. I have a five. <laughs> Ooh. You're feel you're just feeling whatever this thing did to you. It's oh it hurts. Bernie? Fourteen, which is better than everything else she's rolled tonight. Yeah, that hey, it's double digits. And Travancore and Shadow. Travancore got a seventeen. Shadow the DMZ patrol bear got a twenty-two. Ooh, alright. Carlton and Jonathan, you you've kind of taken the brunt of this most recent fight. And are feeling a little kind of dazed. Whatever this thing did to the both of you, you're feeling it in, in slightly different ways. But it's it's just made you fuzzy. It's made you a little more difficult to really concentrate. While you're trying to stay awake while you all relax a little bit, it's, it's hard. Bernie, you're pretty awake and alert and you're looking around. Your your eyes are kind of drawn to your companions. You're seeing the glazed over look in Jonathan's eyes that's not normal kind of the same thing with carlton but even more so they're 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 definitely suffering from something travancore yeah let's do it this way travancore and shadow you feel like this is kind of important to, to keep your eyes and ears open and because before during when you were trying to sleep you'd heard voices in the in the forest and so you're kind of keeping an extra ear out and yeah you hear it again you hear talking about like 20 30 minutes into your sitting and relaxing around the trees you hear voices out in the tree line far enough away that you can't make out specifics but you clearly hear two figures talking it seems to be coming from the southeast bucks very clearly hears these two voices and they're they're coming in and out of what bucks can hear just because he he rolled high enough and then he's also kind of in, in the right spot and he catches a voice and it's kind of this low guttural voice and 
he doesn't quite hear what it says and he, he catches this other voice and he doesn't quite hear what it says but gee that sounded like carlton bucks is gonna hide so he's gonna try and nestle himself into the tree and then he's gonna relay that he heard carlton out here okay i'll go ahead and roll a stealth check for for bucks uh 15 yeah he kind of nestles in a little closer to he can't see where these are coming from these voices all of you Travancore Shadow and Bucks while you hear them it's very obvious it's far enough away this might be like 80 90 100 feet into the forest so there's enough trees that's obviously blocking everybody's view from what you're hearing it's just on the edge of your perception and yeah Jonathan you you get you get the call hold please and Jonathan is going to attempt to cast uh, Rary's telepathic bond uh, as a ritual. All right, so you're going to spend 10 minutes and... Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you telling us out loud that you heard us or no? Uh, yes, I'm like, I heard Carlton's voice. I'm going to make it so if we hear our voices, we know it's bad. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to connect us all to a call. One second. Okay. Okay. During these 10 minutes, does anybody want to do anything or does Bucks want to do anything? <laughs> yeah, I want to walk over to Bernie and tap her on the shoulder. I know I'm not supposed to touch you. No, you're only... No, it's fine. Okay, do you have, do you have, your, do you have your inks? I, I mean... I just need the bar, I just need the bar of the black ink real quick. Black ink and brush pen. Okay, yeah. Okay. And then I'm going to point, I'm going to take the inks, I'm going to put a big X on my forehead, and I'm like, don't hit this one. <laughs> That's actually... That's a really good idea. Bernie's wow. gonna take get out the, the the pink gel pen one, and and she's going to do the thing you did in middle school, which is like you know you drew the one color and then you draw the other underneath it, so it looks like shadow. It's pink highlight shadow. Ooh. Jonathan the Magic Muscular, can Jonathan the Magic Muscular move while doing the ritual very slowly? Like, if if not, that's fine. He's like. Uh, I guess he wouldn't even see this, so he's he's busy. Uh, he's yeah, busy. no, I'd say I'd say you're you're kind of aware of what's going on, but you're f- so focused that no, you wouldn't want to move. Yeah. Uh, so Travancore knows that the south is where he dug a few of those holes. So anything that would come our way would potentially, at best, at least you know make noise while trying to avoid those holes. But at most, roll an ankle while they're trying to come in. So he's going to be a little bit vigilant, but he and Shadow are going to sort of just watch each side of Jonathan while he's casting this ritual. So we're going to move just a little bit, just so he is not exposed. Give him a little extra. You'll take up some defensive postures while Jonathan is casting this thing. Does Bucks want to do anything? Uh, he's just gonna he's just gonna nestle in, and because he doesn't, he's seen what these things can do, and he knows he can't take it. So he is just going to try and hide and listen. Okay. Go ahead and roll during this 10 minutes one more perception check for Bucks. All right. Uh, 20. Okay. He can pinpoint these voices a little bit more. So over the next 10 minutes, uh, as Bernie... Uh, Bernie, are you drawing X's on everybody's foreheads or are you just doing it on you and Carlton? Uh, she's gonna... Yeah, she's actually gonna glitter glitter up everyone. Everybody gets their own own fun forehead design. Okay. You've got a big forehead to work with on Jonathan the Med Muscular since he doesn't have any hair. He's I actually like, got a pretty yeah, big forehead. Yeah. I got like a five head. He's going to draw flames on his yeah. head to make him look like he's going I faster. I definitively have a five head, so. I think we all have five heads here. I don't know. Jack seems to have a normal sized forehead. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's not too bad. <laughs> it's an actual yeah, I might actually be up to a six head now. Shit. But I'm just hiding yeah, I'm it a lot. Six head. I have very little hair, but it's all in the front. 
Okay, so while you're drawing this, while Travancore and Shadow are taking up some defensive positions, while Jonathan is casting this ritual, Bucks continues to huddle next to his tree and listen. And it's hard to pick out specifics. I mean, now that he knows where it's coming from, now that everybody's being quiet, now that he's kind of honed in on it, he can hear bits and pieces. And he hears talking, 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 and then he hears, but what happens if it doesn't work? And a little bit of talking and talking, and then he hears what he thinks is Carlton, even though he Carlton's right there. But he hears Carlton out in the distance saying, just keep looking at Jonathan, the one that does all the magic, and then he can't do anything. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. And there's a little bit of talking, a little bit more talking. And then he hears this other voice say, so, so about 20 feet, about 25 feet up. Buck starts relaying this to Jonathan, and how long has John? How long into the ritual has Jonathan? Does Jonathan hear this? It's about five minutes, about halfway. Ten minutes is a lot of conversation. So, and Bucks is not hearing a lot of it. He's he's hearing bits and pieces. He's basically hearing whatever these these two beings, these two creatures, are saying when they get loud. Bucks is going to break cover and fly directly to Coco Snoot. Okay. Can't really communicate, though. He He's relaying all this to Jonathan, but Jonathan is, like, in the reverie of casting the spell, so he can't react. And um, he's going I to... I feel like, l- though, we had decided our animals could kind of communicate to each other, right? Yeah. If, if Travancore were to cast Speak with Animals, would it be able to understand Bucks, or is it more like tele- tele- telepathy only? Because Bucks has taken the form of an owl, even though he is considered a celestial, and I'll say you'll know this. You've probably talked with Jonathan about this. Yes, if you were to cast Speak with Animals, then Travancore would be able to understand Bucks, Coco uh, Snoot. It's, it's a level one spell. I tell Jonathan to keep going. I cast Speak with Animals. I say, Bucks, come over here a minute. What do you see? Oh, 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 hello. Oh, you can, you can, you can, you, you, you can understand. Okay. Yeah. They, they are Carlton. Is someone that sounds like Carlton is out in the woods, and he said something about being twenty-five feet up and also focusing on on Jonathan the Metromuscular. Oh yes, yes, they. He, oh, oh, yes. I, I believe they're going to be targeting Jonathan and possibly Bunny afterward. I think they're after the spellcasters. Okay, thanks, Bucks. Jonathan, don't look up. Focus on your ritual. <laughs> he's doing the Doctor Strange where his head's like going like not not really but he's in that same sort of like trance like state as he's casting he's still got about five minutes what would the rest of you like to do now that you've heard this Coco Snoot wants to go over and say what does he smell like Carlton because he smells that come out of Carlton's butt or smell oh, oh, I've never oh, I smelled don't, anywhere I don't know I just I just heard, but um, but but, but uh, I I wouldn't be probably my oh Baron Mongokosuit my my sense of smell is not not nearly as honed as yours. Do owls but... smell that? And he like goes and like pokes the beak. He's like that that thing seems hard as rock. It it is, and it is useful for things like like tearing into the flesh of mice. Oh, that's such delightful! Oh, sorry, sorry, base base instincts, my my bad. Um, but but I could not smell him. But I, all I could do was hear him, and it did sound an awful lot like Carlton. I think whatever it sounded these exactly monsters, like Carlton. This it sounded exactly like Carlton. I think whatever is creating these copies of us is whatever they are. They are they are preparing to coordinate an attack. 
I tell you again, I think it's easy to sound like person, but you remember that time Carlton ate a sandwich that was all onions and jalapenos. And that is a smell I, again, have never smelled in my life. I do that, believe. That, 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 and that I, was quite potent, and I nearly died. Yes, even you, Owl, smells this. And yeah, I the Owl took, took one fart damage. It's <laughs> enough! Yeah. <laughs> Box, Coco Snoot, focus. We have an infinite threat. No, I am saying, uh, Travancore, you who uh, believe the uh, bear believes is on fire. <laughs> I'm not that I'm on fire. It's that I have power and dominion over fire in all of its forms. Travancore, you are going to be the one to have that conversation one day. No, it will end in tears, I am sure. I come from place of many tears. But that is a story for another day, if we do live. Um, what I say is, Bear, you have nose that work. Travancore, you ask, you ask animals to smell whatever creature you think. We know. We know what they smell. I know Bernie's farts a mile. Okay. You cannot, you can mimic many things. You can mimic voice, but but no one can drink as much tea as my Bernie has drank. Makes your fart smell like pot. <laughs> <laughs> Such en- encyclopedic knowledge of farts. I mean, I get it. We're focusing, but at the same time, I... <laughs> dogs do love fart smells. Travis Cork can't help but be impressed. Like, that is a very specific kind of knowledge. My sister once told me that I drank too much tea and my fart smelled like pot, so... Art imitates life. I love it. <laughs> All right. Let me. How long do speak with animals last? I'm going to look it up right now. D and D. I can look at it. Uh, uh, ten, ten minutes. minutes. Yeah. 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 So it should be enough time. Travancore has a theory about what's happening, and he's going to try and share it with uh, with Bernie and and Carlton. You think this is the beholder trying to dr- draw this out and trying to weaken us as much as possible before it makes its move? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Hundred percent sure. Uh, yeah. Nope. No doubt. Uh, no. So I'm going to walk over here and take a defensive position. It's honestly. It's not quite how I'd attack us, but it's it's in the right lane. Yeah, going going for the heart. What happened to Seekin? Yeah, Seekin is he Se- still asleep? Or is he no, awake? Seekin's by the tree. But Seekin had woken up during all of this, and he'd taken up a defensive position by the tree, and he's he he has nothing to add to this conversation. He's never, I I've never fought a beholder before, and I don't know what this thing is that's impersonating people. And this is this is Seekin didn't warn us about any of this. How tapped out are you, buddy? Yeah. Uh, it depends on what you want me to do. Maybe instead of fighting, Seekin, you can speak to these trees more than anybody or feel what they're doing. Is there any kind of unknown defensive capability you think that this willow would have or any of the trees in this forest would have that we don't know about yet? Even if something as simple as throwing acorns at the guys. Any, any, every little bit helps. Uh, as, as far as I know, no. They're just, they're, they're like special trees because this is the Feywild and this, this is Ektharen's Grove, but they're they're not like, ants or anything they can't move they can't do things uh and I'm, i i was trying to get to sleep so i could do the thing where i talk to everybody all the trees but we haven't been able to get to sleep yet i'm really sorry it's okay he looks crestfallen travancore reaches into his bag and pulls out the amulet that his cousin was using to summon um the demon he wants to see if he can use some rope to fashion it and tie it around, like use this necklace as a little bit of extra armor, because this thing's hard to destroy. It stands to reason that if this thing hits Travancore's chest, it would deflect an attack or at least blunt it a little bit. Uh, make... Jeez. Oh, Hold on a second. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta pull up something. Not summoning any demons, because that would require kills that Travancore's not gonna make. He's just looking at a little bit of a little bit extra padding. 
nope. I know, I know. You're you all know it takes more than just wearing this thing in order to summon anything. All right, but you're actually going to put it on? I'm going to try to. Hopefully okay. it doesn't kill me or, or sway me or turn me into a monster or something. Uh, make a constitution saving throw. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Plus three. Uh, our DPS. DPR, sorry. 22. Hey! Oh, nice. So it's it doesn't try to... Not doing anything to you. It seems to have some magical essence. But what happens is in that moment when you're going to put it on, you can feel this innate horrible fiendish nature of this thing this thing that is inscribed with the name of probably the being you hate the most this amulet that has been born out of magic and malice to summon a devil and for a moment your your soul rejects the idea of putting this thing on and you steal yourself and you can put it on if you want to can i do can I do a, 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 an artistic impression of the fiendish aura? Sure. It just, it makes your stomach drop. It makes your skin crawl. It just, your body rejects the idea of wearing this thing. But you can put it on if you want to. No, I'll find, I'll find another, I'll find another way. And I, I, I put the bag to the side. Bernie, what's up? Travancore? Yeah, I'm not going to. Don't think it's don't think it's the way out of this mess. No, given what I think's about to come down this road, I don't think you want to be wearing something like that if you ever end up on and not in control of your faculty. Yeah, yeah, just a thought. Figured the put the indestructible ability of it to, to good use, but I don't think there's any good use for this thing. I think we just Jonathan, you finished the ritual. Oh, Bernie's gonna pick it up and put it in her pocket. And while I finish the ritual, uh, just for all of you, I'm calling all of you. That's old school. So up to eight creatures with an intelligence of two or more. And I believe we're going to go on precedent here. So we're going to include Bernie, Jonathan the Metamuscular, Travancore, Carlton, Seekin, Bucks. Oh no. Baron von Kokos. I think that's everyone. One, that's two, every, basically three, everybody four, but five, blue six, because seven, he's a puppy. Eight, yeah. So, so that, that was, was Seekin rolling this now, right? That was that was no that, that was Seekin, right? Oh no. I don't like the way she's shaking her head. This is not good. So every uh, everyone uh everyone gets a pop-up to accept a call. I Seekin accepts the call. Accept the pop-up. Alright. So they're now it's trying to play like it's us and play us against each other. Yeah, I, every time you do that, I kind of just do like an air motion of like tapping my finger against the like an imaginary window in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, uh, there might be ads. So, you know, you might get a D and D Beyond pop up that you have to clear, and then yeah, Travancore taps into ancient ancient ancestral memories, and he, he sees a window, but he also sees the words "bad commander" file name. <laughs> but he they only they only glance in his brain for a second, and they're immediately gone as soon as they they chop up in his brain. This very te telepathic bond is brought to you by Polymorph Crafts. <laughs> <laughs> Visit Polymorph Crafts for high quality and affordable tabletop accessories. Now you don't have to insert it. <laughs> we want to thank Polymorph Crafts for sponsoring this episode. Polymorph Crafts offers stylish and affordable ways to carry everything you need to game day and stay organized at the table. 
Their mimic chest starts life as a compact wood chest that converts into a dice tower and tray, dice and pin vaults, card stands, a coaster, and plenty of room to carry minis and more. Over 230 tiny magnets in each mimic chest make assembly a breeze and come in three affordable price points with lots of customizable options. So check out polymorphcrafts.com and follow them on Twitter and Instagram at polymorphcrafts. That's polymorphcrafts.com. We here at Dungeon Drunks are huge fans of Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. It's an official free-to-play Dungeons & Dragons-based clicker game that you can download right now on Steam. The most recent update includes content from the new adventure Dragon Heist, and will be the first time fans can get a glimpse of all of the fun stuff in the book since Wizards of the Coast made the announcement. I usually have the game running in the background while I edit audio for this podcast, and it's always exciting to open chests to see what new gear my champions have. Speaking of chests, thanks to the fine folks who made Idle Champions, we're fortunate enough to be able to offer a free gold chest to all of our listeners. Now this code expires on September 16th, 2018 at 9pm Pacific, so you only have a week to redeem once this episode is posted. Open up your game, go to the shop, and type in this code. A-E-O-N-S-I-A-L-W-A-D-E-B-O-B-A. So use that code and let us know on Twitter or Instagram what goodies you got. And now, enough of the loot drops. Back to the show. I figure this will be a little bit better because um, if if there are voices out there, then we know we know who each other are, are via this. And also, this is going to be weird. Bucks heard voices out there. Sounded just and, and Jonathan starts repeating everything that Bucks had already told you. Because <laughs> he didn't realize yeah. that that you had gleaned yeah, that from the I, I cast speak with animals. We're we're caught up on that, bud. Oh, got it. But Jonathan, nice. this is so you know who who I am, and I point to the X with the pink glitter shadow on my forehead. And Jonathan, you realize after a second, you feel like the drying dampness on your own forehead. Yeah. Bernie rolled good a very good stealth check. Idea. This is yeah. brilliant. I suggested we give you blue flames to make you go faster. Blue flames. Travis and Corey actually considered briefly having Bernie draw something on him to make him slightly faster, but then he didn't get a chance to vocalize it. <laughs> <laughs> you got what Bernie gave you, and you were grateful. I am. Uh, this is this is a brilliant idea. So I think between the at least for the next hour, between this and and anything else, because uh, the way Buck sounded, they're just gonna like they they're committed. Whatever these things are. If this is the the beholder, do you think there's any way to call him out and to get draw him out? Like I think he's just gonna try and attack us bit by bit until until we're worn out. He might have the power to do that. I mean we could Bernie try. Could try. We, could, could we could insult form the beholder. Up, like not in a fireball position, like get spread out form up and spread out, and then just say, You your mother has no honor or whatever insults beholders. Oh yeah. No. I've already thought of some. Uh, it's your father smelt of elderberries, I believe, is the go-to for beholders. Your sphere is slightly oblong. Your tentacles and eye stalks are a little longer on one side than the other, and it's ugly. We could call him out. Bernie's ready. All right. I'm pretty sure Bernie could do it, but I don't think she's going to fail because Bernie's awesome at this. She seems like she was born for this moment, but I have a taunt in my back pocket just in case. Whisper it in Bernie's ear as a way to aid her in calling out the beholder. <laughs> T- 
team effort. Yeah, Jonathan the Magimuscular is going to break off from the group and head up here to the north of the tree, about 15 feet from it. Okay. I'll say in order to aid her, Travancore, this is essential you being hype man to Bernie. Mm-hmm. So if Bernie's going to be the one doing this, if you want to tell her in advance what you're going to say and then have a choice moment to say it, when you do, you would be aiding her and that's when she'd get help. So it wouldn't be telling her in advance. It'd be while she's saying it, being her, oh, snap, while she's doing this thing. I just need you to do a really good oh, snap. All right, so Jonathan takes up a position. Travancore and Bernie have a small consultation. What are Carlton? Uh, I'm I'm towards the uh, dead east uh, in a defensive position, just waiting. There's no, like, small shrubberies I can hide behind, right? No, this is open clearing from the point of the forest to the tree. That's pretty sure. I just want to double check. All right, Bernie's going to cast Thaumaturgy. Okay. So that her voice booms up to three times as loud as normal. Okay. And she's going to say, hey, you big, ugly sack of eyeballs, come out and fight us. Nothing. Okay. Hmm. She's like, is this all you got? Is this really your MO? You're just going to send little peons to come fight us and then we're going to slowly kill them? That's all you can do? That's all you can do? You're going to make poor facsimiles of a better original? You're going to build your entire life up just to be killed. Your entire destiny is to come to this grove and be killed by us, just like everyone you've sent before. No ooh? No ooh, Jack Edithel? Oh. Oh, oh yeah, my sorry. god. <laughs> Comes Carlton from the clearing. I'm sorry, I was just so focused on what I was saying. I'll I'll say that the no ooh is in your... Y'all say the no ooh is in your head that like there's, there's this a awkward pause. Where, where right. Bernie elbows him and yeah. he like oh like, damn snap and he just does it like oh no she did not. That's right. That's exactly right. like that. Exactly like that. You know like what that. your mother looked like? Your mother looked like a fucking parabola on steroids. <laughs> yeah. Geometry You're... insult. Damn. Travis is gonna join in at this point and say. You came a long way for my man Carlton to rip out your eye stocks and beat you to death with him. That's gonna happen. I'm gonna make that happen. And I'm gonna record it so that we can play it over and over and over again. Your father, Mr. Droopy Eyes, looked like an octopus had sex with a glass eyeball. Yep, and I'm just gonna start pulling stuff out of my bag like, see this? This is Wendragod. He dead. Back home, Landon Drosa. He dead. Aesok and Carthra, socially dead. We'll come back and kill him later. It's fine. Yeah, he wouldn't let me kill that one for some reason, but there we go. There oh. we go. Why did oh. Lauren roll? Bernie, what, what happened to the rot demon? What happened to the rot demon? What did we do to the rot demon? I killed the rot demon. That's what happened to the goddamn rot demon. If you're but, bad, I think it went oh, to hell, guys. Yeah, and, oh, and Evelyn, my cousin, like. Killed her, too. She's family, and, and we, we cut her, and, and, and Bernie messed her up. Look, I ripped her a new one. My earrings are off. My hair is back. Come fight me. Fight me, you dirty mother. Bernie, I need you to roll a uh, intimidation check with advantage, please. Yay! Oh, I of course, helping. I was, do I have intimidation? You see I... a small puddle of yellow fluid in front of Carlton as he's now afraid of Bernie. <laughs> Thank God she has advantage. Thank God she has advantage. Yay! Yeah! 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 For our right. listeners at home, natural she rolled 20. a natural one drink. and then a natural 20. So Everybody drink. It counts. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, it was worth he it. Did. It was fucking worth it. I need everybody to roll a perception check, please. Oh dear. <laughs> we Yay! <might> no, <laughs> we can't waste those. Oh, How do you know boo. they're wasted, Jonathan? You and Bucks. Jonathan the Magic Muscular got a mighty zero, uh, <laughs> thanks to the penalty. Bucks, however, did much better and got a twenty-one. All right, yeah, Jonathan, you're you're so impressed by the by this diatribe that Bernie has come up with that like you focused on her is not just an act. You really are, Carlton. Uh, after my penalty, I rolled a nine. Excellent. Yeah, the same thing. You're so hyped for Bernie. Uh, Bernie, what did you Bernie, roll? Bernie. Bernie. Well, Bernie's so hyped on her fucking self. She doesn't have any penalties, but she also rolled a nine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it takes, but you have to pay attention to what you're saying. And so you can't be looking about while you're actively insulting someone. Travancore and Shadow. So I'll give you Shadows for Shadow rolled a 21. Uh, Travancore rolled a 26, but that is a natural 20. So if you haven't already, drink. Everybody drink. That's why Travancore failed to ooh on time. <laughs> <laughs> he was the only one paying attention. You know what? That's perfect. That is 100%. I'm going to roll exactly with that. Travancore, as you're looking around, all of you are expecting to call this beholder out. You are convinced it's going to come. And Bernie lets loose with this harsh burning. You very clearly see it like 50 feet, 60 feet away in in the woods, in the direction that you heard the talking, that Bucks heard the talking, that you heard the talking, just around a tree. It's like floating 20, 25 feet in the air. And you watch as its big central eye goes wide. And the, all of the eye stalks kind of fold back like a, like a cat. It turns around and runs away. Oh, holy shit. You watch as it flees. Like, as you go to draw the arrow and knock, you you see it zip in between two trees and you lose sight of it. It, it Like, you think you could maybe follow where it's going because it was just away from you, but you watch it run. I shout, it's a good thing you wore your brown scales today! <laughs> <laughs> Does, and, do we Travancore see it, like, trail a little bit of, like, behold? None of you see it except for Travancore. Yeah. Travancore is oh. the only one who saw it. It's it's running away, or at least it's making us think we're run, it's running away. I'll I'll say this, that, that roll that Bernie was like, why did Lauren roll? That was its stealth check. Oh, wow. So that was a natural 20, 20, 20 on its stealth check. The only thing that could have beaten that was Travancore. <laughs> exactly. The, the reason I can now drink, because I wasn't going to say anything, because I would have rolled that behind the screen if I could have, except Travancore, even with natural 20 versus natural 20, Beat that check. Wow. Bernie's gonna wait a beat because she's like, she's got a little more thaumaturgy. She's like, that's what I thought, you sad sack of shit. Let's, uh, it might be coming back, but I think we might have bought ourselves a little bit of time. Um, I think maybe our capital S spellcaster should grab some Z's. I'll, I'll stay up and, and keep watch. It takes a lot out of you to be that cleverly mean, you know. No, I, I'm glad we're friends and not enemies. It's a real talent, a blessing and a curse if you think about it. You gave us volume after volume of your work. That thing would have fucked us up if we didn't scare it away. Oh, yeah. yeah, next time we're gonna have to find a new angle, because I may be insulting it into fighting isn't gonna work. I mean, it was either have it kill us, like, 
without glory, or we we call it out and we go we die gloriously. But hey, now we can sleep and actually kill it. I was kind of hoping that it would come and fight us because you know I was looking forward to seeing you rip its, its eye stalks out and beat it to death. Oh, with I'm it. totally gonna beat. I it. was gonna put I'm gonna an arrow beat it to death with its own eye stalks. It's totally gonna happen. Every attack lord I do against that thing, when it comes, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna try to cut off an eye stalk. I'm gonna try to cut off an eye stalk, and until you say I do, I'm gonna keep trying. And when I do, I'm gonna beat it with it. Just FYI. Good to know. Okay. Yeah. See so y'all gonna grab some Z's. Yes. So we're gonna All try. Right. I'll do. I'll keep first watch. Maybe. Oh, I actually am tired a little bit from that. <laughs> <laughs> so Travancore, where would you like to set up for your watch while um, everybody? I'm assuming everybody else is kind of curling up around the tree, kind of the way yeah. they have before. Or Carlton, would you like to go to your hammock out in the woods again? Fuck that. I figured yeah. I'd ask. It's worth an ask, but fuck that. Right. Uh, yeah, no, I'm going to, uh, back against the tree, I'm going to plant uh, Storm's Fury kind of like uh, in the ground, like with the tip, so it's upright and I can grab it quickly, shield on one side, sword on the other, and I'm just going to doze off and be like, fuck you. Bernie's going to curl up next to Coco Snoot where no one can really hear, like on her side of the tree. Jonathan the Magic Musket is going to wander uh, back to the south of the tree and just kind of curl up. And this time, instead of being in the tree, Bucks is just going to nestle up right next to him. Oh, okay. Bernie's going to curl up next to Coco Snoot, and she's going to say, Look, there is a very real chance that I'm going to die. And I'm the only person who can bring people back from the dead, so if that happens, we're all pretty much screwed. And if that happens, I don't really care who's still alive. I want you to run away from this place. You're going to follow your nose, because it's very good. And you're going to find the bar that we stayed at. There's some nice people there. I don't think you're ever going to make it back home. But I think that's going to be... Coco Snoot obediently sits there looking at you. You you think he might understand, but for the moment, he's sitting there looking at you, ready to do what you ask. And she's going to pat him on the head and just say, but I'll do my very best not to die. Oh. Hold on. Ah, uh, that was. Oh, uh, that got was something. Got some. Feet. No, yeah, uh, cutting some onions over here. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Travancore, as your friends and family lay down, trying to relax and get some some peace and quiet and some sleep. What? Are you, where are you going to be, and what would you like to be doing? I'm gonna actually do a perimeter. Like, I'm not gonna stay in any one place because there's a lot of ground to cover. I figure, other than the neutral zone, I'm gonna be sort of walking back and forth during my watch. Um, sort of. Like in a C motion, careful to avoid the uh, the no zone slash neutral zone slash DMZ. Okay. And Shadow, I'm actually, yeah, Shadow's gonna stay up with me because he gives me just enough muscle that if it's something small, I can I can do it. And I might just keep talking to the beholder at this point and just tell him like out loud, just talk to anyone who's out there, because there's everyone knows we're here. There's no there's no point in being stealthy and there's no point in being cowardly and just sort of trying to keep whatever is out there. And there might be other than the builder just from from messing with us and letting them know who we are. Give me an example of what you're saying. So, like, your friends fall asleep, and I'm assuming what you're doing is talking loud enough to be heard out, but not necessarily yeah. to wake them up. So, give me, give yeah. me an example of what you're saying. My name is Travancore. I was once the viceroy of Glenmar, but my real destiny is to take down the devil, the fiend, and trying to ruin my family. I'm gonna take the fight right to her. I'm gonna march when one day. I'm gonna march into the nine hells. So if you want some, come get some. You're practice. You're, you're tapas. You're, you're an appetizer. You're small bites. 
You're not a big deal in the grand scheme of things. You want to meet your end at the end of my arrow, or my friend's sword, or my other friend's magic, or my bear's head? Please, I'm begging you, come get some. Because it'll only make me better. It'll only make me stronger. Make a perception check. Just me or Shadow too? Well, no, you know what? You said he's staying with you, so I'll let uh, Shadow make a perception check too. Alright, 13 for Travancore, which kind of makes sense. I mean, you can't be 20s all the time. And a 9 for Shadow. Okay. You hear a choked sob. <laughs> Jesus, we're horrible people, but it's a beholder. Okay. And then you hear, you don't see anything, but from the, like, in the tree line, where this choked sob came from, you hear, I don't understand why you have to be so mean to me, you don't even know who I am. What? What are you doing here, friend? Like, what? You, I'm not your why? friend. You want to? You want to kill me? You, you're you're keeping Ekthiarn away from me, and all I all I want to do is get better. And you're just mean. And uh, the the half orc is right. You're all just mean. And then I need you to make. Well, no, actually, because now you'd be talking. So you, I'll say, you're looking out where you hear this voice, and you now see once again the back of a giant round creature a beholder that you recognized from earlier eye stalks back fleeing into the woods i just imagine he's crying out of all 10 eye stalks like drops out of each, <laughs> like, like a, anime crying literal, like, you, is you literally, literally crying a river uh, you hear sobs you hear <laughs> <laughs> senpai was so mean to me wow trevor is the mean girl at school <laughs> do you do anything or just watch it leave okay um I'm just going to watch it leave. I'm not going to say anything else for a while. Like, yeah. So I'm like, I don't know. And I need to say anything back. The whole point is like to, you know, if he wants, if he wants this grove, you know, why is it not coming when the arms here? Why not? If, if his intentions are peaceful, you could always come talk to Ekthiarn or just try and come close. Are you saying that? You know what? Yeah. What, what do you, why are you coming after it when Ekthiarn's here? I mean, if come on, think about it. If you wouldn't come here when Ekthiarn's here, like, what, what do you want? Uh, you see it as you call out, stop. And there's a moment in where it just floats there in its immenseness. And then you hear softly, like it's trying to sound like it hasn't been crying, but it seems to have been. It says, I just wanted to, just, I'm not trying to avoid Ekthiarn, I'm trying to talk to him so we can, we can fix this. When Ekthiarn comes back, I'll tell him. I'll ask him to talk to you. How about that? And you know, make a persuasion check. You've been very mean to it the last couple of hours. I want a persuasion check before. What an interesting definition of mean you have, Lauren, after he harpooned us. That, technically, we assumed it was the Holder's minions, but so, we're not 100% sure. 19. Okay. It moves away again, and it moves around a tree so you can't see it. And you call out to it, and you say that. And then you see one eye stalk come around the tree and regard you. You just, you're just saying that to lure me in. You're, no, you your can friend, leave. You're, you're free you're, to go. I don't. I'm just trying Ekthi to talk to Ekthiarn to fix this. And your friend is trying to get me to kill you. You're trying to get me to kill you. And there's already been so much death. Wait, who's trying to get us? And now it is going to flee. You do watch as it. Crap. Well, that's, there's some useful intel out the window. But at least we're not being attacked by... Well, we don't even know whether that thing the thing attacking us for sure. But uh, it seems like it sure was. It's gone. It's It seems to have said its peace. And you you 
see it bits and pieces as it flees to the southeast where you've heard this talking before. Um, I, I look at Shadow and I say, people. a lot of people think diplomacy is just nice words and togetherness and peace. Sometimes it's tough talk. Sometimes it's a kick in the pants. It's it's how to get what you want without war, but sometimes that means you gotta get a little dirty. Shadow kind of looks at you and then looks back at where this, this boulder had been talking and then Shadow kind of... <laughs> And you see him move just like a, f- a couple feet closer. He's not really leaving your side, but close enough to look down where this beholder had been hiding, watching you, and sees where the ground is a little bit damp. Oh. <laughs> and wow. that is where we'll end for tonight. Oh, God! Uh... As to the next time we get together, you will have had a long rest. <gasps> oh. Whoa! Let me give you some experience. Oh my god. And then I'll let you go. So for X on the forehead, for um, <laughs> trying to climb the tree and being worried about the tree being a religious icon, for the most epic of diss tracks, <laughs> and then the, 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 the maybe the failure at the persuasion track, and, you know, collect call, this is Jonathan, would you please like to hold? I will give you 2,400 experience to split between the four of you. And the next time we get together, it will be the next time? Because once again, the sun has not gone down at all in this area. We will be officially, let me triple check this. You will have had a long rest, so go ahead and refresh all your spells and all of that. It will be the technically the afternoon of day seven, which Jonathan, uh, you don't have the thing that lets you know exactly what time it is, do you? You just have the no, just have... memory, perfect memory back thirty days, uh, decent memory after that, just because yeah, yeah, you know, okay, and then I can know where north is. I think yeah. I'll say that with the perfect memory, you're able to to make a reasonable assumption about like if you were on a regular 24-hour clock, that you've now been in the Feywild for seven days and it's like the afternoon of the seventh day. That technically you've slept through the day, but when the sun doesn't go down, who cares? And next time, we'll see what happens when you wake up in the morning. The Dan, it's called the Dan. I need to put that in before I the end. I can't believe we bullied a fucking beholder. Thanks for listening to our adventure. If you've enjoyed our show, visit us at DungeonDrunks.com for links to all of our social media, pictures and bio of our cast, a full list of credits, and more. We'd appreciate it if you left us a review, and we would love it if you come support us on Patreon. Visit Patreon.com slash DungeonDrunks to sign up. Thanks again, and we'll see you next encounter. We appreciate all of our patrons, and extend a special thanks to our Artifact and Wondrous Tier patrons. Thank you Megan, Lori, aka Calamity Jane, That Indian Dude, Colin Kalen, and Hunted Shadows, LLC.